you know somebody loves you, you are secured. If you are not secured in the love of God, it's very difficult to obey God. If you look at David, Daniel, Moses, and so on, they were very secured in the Father's love. Very, very secured. So try and work on your work with God till you find your security. Just in the love of God, what? Alone. Because, let me ask you a question. What other things do people find their security in? Money, yes, what else? Relationship, Relationship yes. Family pedigree, status, jobs, material things. No matter where you are, you have your security in something. You, if you want to be very strong in God, find your security only in the love of God. That Father God loves you absolutely. Two, Jesus lived his life for one purpose. In doing God's will, Jesus lived for others. You must always think of others if you want to be used greatly of God. Even when you are seeking the anointing, revival, etc., etc., it must be because of others. Say others. 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 Jesus lived his life to be a blessing to other people. He told them the truth. He fed them. He healed them. He forgave them. He saved them. He came because of what? Others. If your life... Why are you moving like that? You are disturbing me. Yes, this thing should be done before I come in. Hello? <laughs> you must be very concerned for what? Others. In fact, you should think more of what? Others than yourself. If you really want the anointing to flow powerfully through you, others. Jesus was always concerned about others. He went about doing good, healing people, and so on and so forth. So the safest place to be is when you, after loving God or knowing that God loves you and you are secured, is to think of what others. The third thing about Jesus was this. Jesus was full of humility and gentleness. One of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible is in what is it, Philippians. For he being what? Equal with God, did not think it robbery. But he made himself of no. And he took on the form of what? A man. Not just a man. And he became what? A servant. Yes, sir. And he died a very what? Disgraceful what? Death. Bible Jesus said, Learn of me. I am meek. And humble in spirit. I am gentle in spirit. This is very important. Humility is very, very, very critical. If we want revival in our life, we want anointings to flow in our lives and we will last. There's one thing about the anointing of God. These things that I'm sharing. If you get an anointing or power and you like these things, you will end well. You know that Jesus will say to some people on the last day, I don't know you. Get away from me. And they say, but Jesus, we did miracles in your name. I don't know you. You are a worker of what? Iniquity. So, these are the foundations and the hallmarks if you want to last. If you want to if you want to ensure that when God anoints you, you don't what? You don't blow it. You want the thing to flow. Is that be humble. I, I want to read something. 
from first peter chapter 3 and 4 listen to this very carefully your beauty he's talking to ladies it applies to men as well your beauty should not come from outward adornments such as braided hair or gold or jewelry or what fine clothes ladies are you here what the time you try to let your beauty come from these things am i like gina the way you got that nice lipstick. <laughs> God is saying, don't let your beauty. Look, you have to believe the Bible, you know. Don't let your beauty be outward adornment, such as braided hair, gold, jewelry, fine clothes, but from an inner disposition of your heart, the unfading beauty of a gentle, meek, quiet, humble spirit. Then he described it in a certain way, which is precious in the sight of God. And I don't know what that does. It means that for God, certain things are very what? Precious. precious. And he described the kind of spirit that is precious in the sight of God. A gentle, quiet, meek, humble spirit. The outward things doesn't impress God. And you and I want to impress who? God. So are we here? This applies to men as well, not just women. But ladies, let your beauty be where? From the inside. That's how Jesus was. Jesus' beauty was from inside. By the way, how many of you know when Jesus, in the Bible, twice we hear God telling Jesus, you are my beloved, in whom I am well pleased. Okay. The first time Jesus was told that, has he done any miracle before? No. Has he raised any dead? No. He hadn't even done anything. Even started what? Ministry. But Father God was so what? Pleased with him. That's very important. Because at times we think that when we do ministry, then God is happy with us. No, 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 no. God pronounced that declaration or whatever affirmation that, look, I love you, my son. Amen. Because Jesus lived his life with a humble, quiet, and meek what? Spirit. That he said, learn from me. God is not impressed with outward what trappings. He's very much interested in what is going on inside of us. And there's nothing more like a what? A humble, quiet, peaceable, teachable what? Spirit. You all know it. Amen. Amen. You know people have married handsome or pretty women and they've discovered that, oh, oh what have I done? It's full of dead bones. The, the pride and the attitude, you wish that uh, you have married somebody ugly, you have been more happier. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yes, Amen. I'm, not, I'm not, it's true. So, I'm, taking, I'm telling you characteristics that Jesus had that made him become who he was and perform the way he performed. The fourth one is this, and I'll come to that uh, uh, soon as my main message. Jesus was anointed for service and mission and purpose. But all the other three existed first before he was anointed. He was anointed for service. He was anointed for mission. Jesus could not do anything to the Holy Ghost. By the way, let me tell you something. When you are anointed, you will know. I'll come and teach about the steps to the anointing, to be revived. When the person is anointed, mm. you will know it. Yes. And uh, just in case I don't say that, ask me and I'll tell you what it is. 
So Jesus was anointed. I'm summarizing for you. I'm not going through all the scriptures. I think we team read one. How God anointed the Lord. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. With the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Okay, so for him to do what he did, he had to be anointed. Nobody can do anything for God without anointing. It's impossible. It will just be flesh and it will not amount to anything. Number five, one of the things we see about Jesus' life was this. Ultimately, this one, he had not much to do with it directly. When he had fulfilled all these four functions, he was highly what? Exalted and given a name above every name. If you follow these four paths, God also will bring you to the place of what? Elevation that has been what? So that has been settled for you. Jesus could not earn the name above every name without doing these things that I've just mentioned. How many of you know that in this way we reap what we sow? Oh, are we here? Yes. Like when we're listening to Tim, what the time ministers don't tell you is the price they pay behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You should always be more interested in what did you do? What price did you pay? It's good to talk about the fantastic, but what is? How did it happen? That is, the, if you are serious, you always you ask about what? The how. It's like, I was going to say something, but let me say it anyway. I'll say it. Should I? You are not decided enough, so I'm not saying anything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I was going to say, it's like when you go to Africa, we are end product people, blacks, most of the time. You know what an end product person is? They have consumer mentality. They don't produce. So they want nice, flashy car, but they will not learn how to make the car. Are you here? Yes, so usually it's good. Yeah, nice Lamborghini is there. Ferrari is there. But ask yourself, how did they make that car and learn how to what, create the same car? Mm. And it wasn't by sitting, what, laughing and stealing money to go and buy. But it was by hard work. I'm just selling you a yes, chicken. Sir. So when you, I'm going to teach you very soon on how to let the anointing come upon your life. Always find out how to let the power of God be upon you. Find out these people, how did they what? What was the process they went through to get this thing? Then you, you follow the same pattern. It will happen. Is that not so? Yeah. So that's for Jesus. So if you want to be elevated, that's it. Okay. Now let me, we are talking about how as a leader, you can be revived, carry the anointing, and bring change. Let me give you quickly some steps to the anointing. And uh, if there's space, I will carry on some of the things yesterday. I said there's some steps to the anointing. Number one, one of the things I like is this. The Bible is very logical. If you follow certain steps, you can be sure you get certain what? Results. Number one, you must be a vessel that must be right. Timothy mentions this. He says this. If a man will purge himself or a woman will purge herself and be clean and pure, because in a house there are many what? Vessels in a house. In a church, among Christians, there are plenty of Christians. But, and there are vessels for honor and vessels for dishonor. Vessels of clay and wood and vessels of gold and silver. If a person will make themselves vessels of gold, will make themselves pure vessels, then they will be ready for their master's use. Listen to me carefully. It is not every vessel that God will use. Let's say if you come to my house, 
and you like Coke. What's in this? Water. And you say, I want Coke. And I bring you this with Coke in it. Will you take it? Why? Because no, because the container is not a Coke. What does he put into it? I don't know whether it's Sobolo or something else. <laughs> <laughs> said, what's Sobolo? He said, <laughs> it's a certain funny drink that they have. It's biscuits. <laughs> it looks like a Coke. <laughs> so you don't know what's in it. Listen to me. It is the same thing. God will not pour. Just like you will not take this if I, I tell you it's Coke. Because you don't know. Because this container is not what? A Coke. Look, you must become a vessel that God, like I think Tim was alluding to, you, you are found worthy to be so some kind of thing to be poured into you. Come on. Yes. It's not just in, so if you like fornicating every once so often, you are not a clean vessel. Mm -mm. You like sleeping around every four months. Mm. The place is quiet. You've not been doing that. Supposed <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> you are the, the vessel is not clean. God will not pour the thing into you. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. The first step to the anointing, you must be a clean vessel. Mm -hmm. If you ask for champagne and I bring you this, this bottle, I say, the thing looks like a uh, urine, no champagne, it looks like a, I say, you don't know whether it's urine or the rare thing. You won't take it. You go to anybody and say, thank you, I'm not, I'm not thirsty anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, it is this, I'm trying to tell you a truth. You, you must be a vessel, a container, worthy for the oil to be poured into. You must avoid living a life of a lie, a hypocrite, a hypocrite, a hypocrite life. You cannot be what have double standards. You cannot enjoy lying all the time. What are the other things that can pollute you? Hypocrisy is one of the most dangerous ones. Fornication, adultery, and so forth. That some people appear anointed, but the kind of adultery they commit, talking about ministers, you know that they won't last, and they are deceived. They may end up in hell. So I'm just giving you foundation so that you don't end up in a place you don't want to end up. So you cannot play, and you have to be a clean vessel. You know, we say, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. You know, clean and pure and so forth. God likes clean vessels. How many of you, if you're going to have some nice juicy drink and somebody, you go to somebody's house and they, they just go, you know, the kitchen, maybe you haven't washed your plates and those things for, you know, some of you don't wash it for two, three days. And then they bring, they take the plate that has been used, sitting there and they put food in, will you eat? Somebody brings you some nice, cool, juicy water and they pour it in a very dirty cup, will you drink? It is the same thing. The first step to the unction to the power. Look, at times, that is why at times it takes so long for us to receive the anointing from God. Because God is taking too long. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but your, your life must be a certain way. If not, the devil will get you. Oh, trust me. That very thing you will not conquer. That small snake you didn't kill. When it was a small snake, you know, so a man had a pet, a small snake. True story. And uh, small. When it's small, you can control it, isn't it? Mm. Then the snake kept on growing, growing, growing. The nice pet. One day, you know, snakes, animals, they don't have what sense. One day, a lion can you can be the, you have have a lion for thirty years, your friend. One day, the lion can decide you become my lunch. He <laughs> <laughs> will just chew you from nowhere. The snake one day crawled around him and squeezed him to death. The snake you don't kill now. And kill you tomorrow. 
And the devil is so smart, he can let the snake lie there for 30 years, you know. <laughs> the devil, eh? He can allow a weakness in you. You are going, oh, things are flowing. You think I'm okay with that thing. He can let it lie low. Wait for 30, and he will strike you when he can get the maximum, what? Impact. You better believe this about the first the devil we are dealing with. So God in his mercy at times does not anoint us because of some of what? These things that we are not purging ourselves from. So you must and I must become a clean vessel. Because the question is, can you handle money if God were to give you millions? You see? Because God were to give you, you can't handle what? 50,000, 80,000. Then he gives you millions. It can, it can destroy you. Those are the, the business people are going to handle money. Because God must also prove you with the money you have. Yes. Now. Then he can let the anointing of making money come upon you. Mm. And you, you, the money just flows. Mm. I remember one man. I've forgotten his name. He used to make so much money. He developed, you know, those is it caterpillars and so forth. He used to invent those things. Those huge F-moving, you know, uh, uh, machines. He was a, he was a, man, a man of God. He was making millions. All that I do is that God just makes me to make money to sponsor his work. And therefore, there was no telling how much money God could give because he knows that the man had what? Conquered the vessel. The money was not going to get to him. Can God handle you? Who want to be a preacher? Nice. You want to be a preacher. Those of you who are called to ministry full time in terms of preaching. Oh, so the rest of what I call for you on the anointing. Can you handle nice, pretty ladies? In the church. Or you'll be having reckless eyeballing all the time. <laughs> eh? You think this is, they are not, I'm not telling you stories, you know. There was, there was a church. Hmm? And there were two pretty women in the church. <laughs> and their job was to quench the pastor, any pastor that comes there. Their job was to make sure they sleep with them. And after they sleep, oh, the Bible says if a man's way does not please God, God will give people like that. Oh, it's in the Proverbs. <laughs> they would sleep with you. And when they sleep with you, eh? and when you are preaching, and then they'll just look at you like, oh, you're preaching. We just go down. So they, a certain man of God, very on fire for God, went there. And he, he was strong. So he will not yield to the temptation of this woman. They've tried all their tricks. It wasn't working. But one day, say one day. One day. <laughs> <laughs> one of them said they were sick. So he went there. Nice lady. The skin smooth. You know, the devil, you have to make the thing look juicy. Other than that, you won't go for it. <laughs> you think these things are not real? Eh? So he went. Then the lady came in her nighty. You know. Well, that day was a hard day. <laughs> but the time he found, he found out, he was uh, jumping like a frog on the woman. Once he was doing it, the woman said, ah, we've got you, I've got you now. Since that Sunday, that day, eh, the man would come to church. All his preaching eh, had gone down. He couldn't preach. He's lost his moral authority. He's, he's gone. So a preacher, a visiting preacher, invited a visiting preacher. This is why I got to know the story. So what the man was on revival, he was preaching. The pastor was what the, the pastor then all of a sudden burst out crying uncontrollably. Wimpy on that. You know, it's very what's wrong? What's going on? 
and you pointed to the two women. These women. <laughs> this is what they done to me. This rare. They slew me. He confessed. Thank God, the message of God. Amen. And he was, he was free. Amen. For some people, they will do it and blatantly keep on what? Doing it. You know that they are going to end up in hell. What I'm saying is this. You as a vessel, can you handle these things? Can you handle fame? If God of Azari were to lift you, you are bigger than CLF because your ministry is very what? What? It goes across all the borders, everywhere. Can you handle it? If the vessel is not right, you cannot handle it. Mm -hmm. It will kill you. So the first place to the anointing is you. And I'm not saying you have to be perfect because nobody is what? Perfect. But you have to make sure you're a clean vessel. There are certain things if God pinpoints you, you deal with this. You better what? Deal with, deal with it. Attitudes, things that are not seen. I'm not talking about just external things. Inside of us, you should go. You should be able to confess. Look, I have a problem with lust. I have a problem with money. I have a problem. You have to confess and you have to be helped. So that's the first thing. Be a good... The second thing is that you must develop a servant spirit. The ability to serve. You must serve somebody. Jesus put it this way. That which is yours can never be given to you unless you have served what? Others. He who is faithful in little is when they will be given much. If you have not served and given to others, God will not give to you what is truly. One of the keys you have to learn in church is to serve. Or whichever area. Let's say if you want to, even you can see that in the marketplace, if you want to be a good lawyer, you have to go and serve under what? Very, very what? Top what? Lawyers. If you want to be a good surgeon, you know, doctor, you have to go and serve under what? Masters. And whatever they tell you do, you don't go there with any arrogance. When they say jump, you jump. Have you noticed that? Yeah. If you like go and try your if whatever profession you have, go and tell your boss, give him instructions. When they say put the knife here, you say, no, no, no I think I'll put it there. <laughs> you lose your job. And all your training will amount to what? Now, when you become your boss, you can put the knife wherever you want. But till you get there, you need to have what? A servant's what? Spirit. If you want the anointing to flow in your life, you must be a servant first. Amen. This is very, very... So you have to ask yourself, have to ask, are, you, are you exercising the spirit of servanthood now? Or is it a hard thing to do? Servanthood. Okay? Don't rebel. Okay? Be very, very, very careful that... Every opportunity you get to serve, do it. And one of the ways you can serve is that God will put people into your life for you to serve them. Hello? Amen. Amen. I remember I, I've, been, I've, I've served a lot. I remember when I finished my A-levels before going to university, one year I was serving a man of God. Anywhere he goes, I'm the one he's sending around. I'll, go, I, I'll be washing his clothes. I didn't have to. Hello? Why I go to his house and wash what clothes? I want the anointing. <laughs> it is called the pathway to the anointing. Things don't just what? Happen. Even when you are doing things, he's doing things you don't like, you keep quiet. It's not in your place to correct him. Oh, are you here? I'm telling you spiritual realities. You serve. You humble yourself. Like Jesus did. 
and you go through all, especially those of you, it's the same way any field you want to operate as a, as a so you know even football, the top, the, when the young players are coming, at times they are tied to the very mature, sound, what, experienced players to learn under them. Is that not so? When Alex Ferguson is training you, if you are not careful, you will throw a shoe. <laughs> if you don't listen. <laughs> you listen. Because the coach knows how to bring the best out of him. So if you don't have that, you, you, you resist, you will fight it. No, 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 this one, no, I ain't doing it. I remember when I was training some people, I used to tell them, come to my, car, my house and wash my car. Say, so, what, 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 what? <laughs> they used to complain. <laughs> I was putting them through the process. They didn't understand. Mm -hmm. It wasn't only that I do so many things. Prayer, come to prayer. Five o'clock, wake up, let's pray. All manner of things. Because unless you are a servant, then God cannot really well, trust you with anything. It's true. So you must have a servant's heart. The third thing is this. These are steps to the anointing. You must have a father or fathers in your life. This is connected to the, to the servanthood. You must follow very closely the people that you think you want to catch their anointing. You must follow, you must associate with certain kinds of people. You must learn from them, read from them, listen to their message. The people I consider for them listening to their messages all there. It's not just one person. All the time, all the time, uh, there are books, everything, I'm just getting it. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, by the way, let me just jump. One of the ways to see that, that the anointing has come upon you, you begin to do the things they do. Mm -hmm. That's a sign you know that what? You have received a certain kind of anointing upon your life. You must follow very closely. What did Jesus tell the disciples? Come and follow me, and I will make you. If they refused to follow, he could not make them. And the Bible says in Acts of Apostles, they took notice that they had been with Jesus. You must have close association with people that you think is up to you. Nobody can force it upon you. That you think, I want the anointing upon this person. This is my, my calling is this. And I can see that this person has got this kind of grace and I want it upon me. Me, mind is varied. I started when I was very young, 12, from T.L. Osborne. I want all of it. <laughs> all of it. I don't. So those kind of people, eh, I don't want you talking bad about them. I don't care what you've done wrong. No. Is that like this? I was like, why? Okay, I'll tell you why. You know you should never talk wrong about your father. No. Your natural father. You know that. Are you here? Yes. Even if he chased 10 women, it's not your business. I'm telling you the truth. It is not your business. So you understand? Okay, if you like, go and tell them in their face, Father, what you're doing is da, 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 da. If he releases one word of curse, it will work on you. Oh, it will work. It will work. You better take it very seriously, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Because it's not in your place to correct your father. No. Hello? Yeah. Even in legal, even in the, the, the normal society, when you have an issue, with your boss. You don't go and correct your boss. What do you do? You take it to a higher authority, to a tribunal. Is that not so? Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't go and stand for your boss. Hey, you, da, da, da. No, you don't do that. No, you don't. I'm telling you the truth. If you have been 
dishonoring your dad, go and repent and quickly go and sort it out for your own sake. Amen. For your own sake. At times, the cases of our fathers are working on us, you know, and mothers. Oh, yes. Because your father did something that you didn't like and you insulted him. Because the Bible says this honor, then it will be well with you and you will live long. God did not say if your father is a good man. He did not say if your father doesn't drink. Your father can be the worst drinker in the world. You must still honor them. Because it's your father. God chose him to use him to bring you into the world. In the same way, spiritually as well. The people you consider fathers, eh? You should, there's a certain attitude you should take what? Towards them. Because as long as you say, nobody, I cannot say I'm your father. I can't. You have to decide that this person is my father spiritually. You, you can't, because in church, eh? You have church members. And then you have sons and daughters in the church. Not everybody is a son or a daughter in the whole church. Yes, mm-hmm. the church. Everybody is like, say, "This is my church." You are all my members, but not everybody here necessarily is what a son or a daughter to me. No, you have to decide that this person will be my father or this person will be my mother, my spiritual father, or spiritual mother. So you need to connect. Let's say, what ministry do you want? What evangelism? So you have to. You have to listen carefully to God. God will lead you to certain types of people with a certain evangelistic what? Anointing. Or there might be one that you really admire. Which one do you admire? Um, the one you mentioned down in TLS. TLS one. Yeah. Okay. So every TLS one material, you should listen to it. You go on the internet, every TLS one message, all his books, you should read them. You should want, he's dead anyway. So whatever. And then if you get some money, you should send some to his ministry. He's still there. His daughter is continuing the ministry. You have to honor him like that. And then the anointing has a way to what? Come upon you. It has. It has. I'm not joking. Because the anointing is tangible and that is transferable. I'll give you two stories more about that. No, I'll come to that one later on. So follow closely. Listen to their messages. Read their materials. Love them. You know, just connect with them. I'll let you ask questions here, yeah? so when I, when I finish. Follow closely. Me, I follow closely. Very, very closely. Even the man that I used to uh, follow, you know, he's kind of funny, funny now. He's kind of gone off because he couldn't close his zip. Uh, yes. You understand, I'm speaking metaphorically, you know. <laughs> the man could not close his zip. So all the anointing is, is gone. His wife just left him about a year or two ago. It was too bad. That one I didn't receive in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying, even if you follow a person, that's not necessarily mean that you do all the what? The bad things that they did. No. Did you find Samuel following Eli? Because Eli was a father, spiritual father of what? And Samuel was he's lost the plot. But Samuel did not become like what? But the interesting thing in life is, it's very interesting. <laughs> Samuel's sons became like Eli's sons. Yeah, strangely. Yes. They became exactly like Eli's sons. Uh, you have to deal with issues. <laughs> but what I want to say is this. You must follow closely. If I think you, you have something that I need. <laughs> Ladies, are you here? Yeah. How many of you have been loved before? <laughs> oh. You've not been loved before. Let, stand up, let me pray for you quickly now. Let me lay hands upon you. When you were loved, didn't the man chase you? 
Yeah, did a man chase you? Yeah. You pass here, he's there. You pass there, he's there. He attacks there. You see, what you want, you must what? Associate very closely with him. Chase the thing. Are you here? Yes. Elijah told what? Elijah told Elijah, I want double portion. Because Elijah, Elijah was a businessman, very prosperous businessman, making money. And then he was minding his own business. And God sent Elijah to him to call him to become his servant. So he, followed, he, he closed down his business. So if I'm, I'm leaving this lucrative to come and follow, you think I want something small? I want something worth more than what I've, I've given up. So when Elijah was about to die, I asked him, what do you want? He said, I want double portion of your spirit. Elijah did not say it is impossible. He said, you've asked a very word. Asked you can get it. Look, nothing is impossible. <laughs> you can get but it's very, you've got a very, very difficult thing. But you will get it if you see me go. Do you know that Elijah did everything in his power the day he was going to go to make sure, not the day, even for some days, because they traveled to four places. All of them means to Jericho, Gilgal, all of that, Bethel, and so forth. All of it. Elijah was trying to get rid of who? Elisha. He wanted to know whether he really, really wanted the thing. Ladies, when a man says he loves you, you have to test him whether he really loves you. You put him through the mail. <laughs> if he truly loves you, don't be so desperate. Immediately he said, you say yes. No, 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 they'll take you for cheap. <laughs> they'll not respect it. They'll not respect Look, I'm telling you, they'll not respect it. So don't be too desperate. If you are desperate, don't show it. I'm just, I'm just giving you some secrets. Yes. If you do, they don't, they don't respect because of the way men are. They are hunters. So if he hunts it, we just give in easily. Like oh, they tell they think you are cheap. So be careful. So if I do that, I may lose my opportunity. No, you play it a certain way. Come and see me. I'll help you what to do. <laughs> so, Elijah, Elijah said, you they lie. You will not stop me from following you. He followed very closely. He wanted the anointing. Elijah goes at the man. He said, look, my friend, just wait. Don't." He said, no. Because God has shown me that today you are leaving. He's going to take you. And you want me to leave you? If, was, if you go and I'm not there, I'm finished. So he said, okay, Elijah said, when you see me going, and then when the, you know, the chariots of fire came for, he saw the chariots. He said, my father, my father, the chariots of God. And then the mantle of Elijah came and he fell and he picked it up. The first sign to show that you are anointed is that you begin to do what the person did before. Mm. He took the mantle, goes to River Jordan, and strikes. Where is the God of Elijah? And then the waters what? Parted. That was a sign because what? Mm. Elijah did those things. Amen. Then you know. There's a sign that you are anointed. No, there's a sign. It's not in your head. It's not you say, I believe. There's a physical manifestation of the wonders. When you begin to see healings and miracles like T.L. Osborne, when you begin to see compassion, T.L. Osborne, the first time I saw him in Ghana, I thought I've seen Jesus. Crusade, I saw this man. And his face, his countenance, and his presence was like Jesus to me. And then I fell in love with him, and I just was ordering his books from America. They were, thank God they were sending to me free. I didn't have any money. 14 years old, I was just out there. Books. And then his tapes. There was one tape. It's called Power. It's called the Combo Power. Ah! I used to listen to it. And I'll be charged. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> I've got all history. When I came to this country, I bought them plenty. Feeding on it because I liked, I just liked here, Osborne. He's so full of love. He's, he, his presence, you can see this man. Uh, he's got this, his, his whole being. He just love for people. Are you here? Yes. So follow closely. Mm. You won't get it cheap. Hello? Yeah. It doesn't come cheap. We are talking about the anointing because at times the man of God will do something to irritate you. Not that even he's aware, you know. God is making him do it to see whether you are serious or not. Mm -hmm. So one day I'll do something you don't like. And then you get upset. You are finished. Mm. You miss your opportunity. It's gone. It's gone, 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 gone. Hello? Yes, sir. Everybody here who wants to become somebody should have a spiritual father. You need to. It's different if you were born in a Timbuktu where there's no Christian, nobody there. You are just by yourself. Then God can still what? Anoint you because God is not limited. But where God gives you parents and gives you people around, you better discern who God has brought into your life. A lot of people don't even know when God has brought people into their lives. The Bible says this about Christ. He came unto his own, and his own did not receive him. And then he goes to Jerusalem, and he wept and weeps over Jerusalem. They said, and he said, they did not know the time of their visitation. So he goes to the Gentiles. Are you here? Yes. Paul, the same thing. Paul was called to the Gentiles, but he was always trying to help the youth, and they were beating him. And he said, look, I've washed my hands. I'm off. Then he goes to the Gentiles. So you must know who you are following very well. And it should be connected to, in some form or shape to the kind of grace you want to flow in your life. Follow them closely. Okay, then the, the next thing that you do, another way to receive the anointing, this one is what we call spiritual ministrations. Okay, this one is different. It's somebody can come, we can have a meeting like we are having a meeting. And then Tim can feel, can be felt, maybe he feels led to call you, you come and just lay hands on you and impart some form of uh, the grace upon him. At times it can happen like that. God can do that. So that one, you don't have to know the person, you have to ask, God can do that. It's rare, but it happens. I read the story of uh, Heidi Baker. How many of you know Heidi Baker? It's one of, another woman I like as well. I, I just love her. I just like her spirit. Anytime I say, oh, I feel like Jesus as well. She's got such a beautiful spirit. And she's powerful, anointed. How she got her anointing, eh? But you see, if you read Heidi Baker's story, eh, it will shock you. See, most of the time, I like to find out. So when they are being interviewed, I like those kind of... What she went through, oh my God. In Hong Kong. She told her husband, we are going to Hong Kong. To the poor of the poorest. She comes from a very rich Jewish family. She abandoned all of that. At that they couldn't even eat. And she loved the poor people. When they married, they didn't know where to even lay their child to put their... Yes! A friend had to just help them stay in some small little room. She went through a lot. And she still loved God. I said, whoa. You see, these are things that people don't hear. But you can hear all the fantastic So She can go to a place and within two days, the whole place will be changed. Heidi Baker, yes. So she's been through a lot. You should try and get, go on the internet and just look when their daughter was interviewing her. So yes. Even the man he was going to get married to originally, you saw that the man did not love missions well because she was always into wanting to do missions. So when she talks about the mission, the way the man was responding, eh, if I marry this man, eh, 
you will let me just stay in London. I won't go anywhere. So he said, God. So he went to marry an old friend of his who was also into what? His father was into missions. Look, you marry on purpose. You don't marry because the face is nice or the figure is heavy. Mm-hmm. You, know, you marry on the basis of purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, see here in Roland, you should just... So uh, let me just tell you how she got anointed. But her heart was for missions. Her, father, her parents were not happy at all, but she, she was just out for it. And then there was a meeting, in, I think, in Canada. And she was invited. She's become so discouraged and so angry. She didn't want to go. That time she was struggling with, I think, her first child or so issue. So she just, okay, I decided to go. So she went and sat at the back there. You know, she was not really, I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> so she was there. What the, and then the man of God fell to call her. Come. He came and then he just laid hands upon her. Bam! She was out for about two, three days in the spirit. Oh my, and then when she came out, she was a totally what? Change. Different person to today. So there's what we call ministrations of laying on of hands. That's what the Bible says. Don't be quick in laying hands on people. Before you lay hands, you have to be empowered by it. Because God has seen all her sacrifice. God has seen all the pain she's been through. That this woman, she needs an extra power to do my work. She's been struggling in her own flesh. She said, when that thing came upon her, she and Jesus fell in love as never before. Come on. Ah, she's the woman, if you are going to see her, if she's not connected with Christ, she's not coming out. She can send missionaries to play Mozambique. She's conquered almost the whole of Mozambique. Yeah. Now the money is flowing. They have millions. She's controlling millions. One day somebody said, I'll give you a million. If, because when she's preaching, she can be a bit funny. You know, I don't care. There's anointing I want. Because she can be a bit... Uh, you know those Toronto kind of people, <laughs> and she used to be a ballet dancer as well. So she, you know, she's always barefoot. She would do those kind of strange things. But me, I don't look at those things. It's the anointing I want. <laughs> so you can, you know, you can easily get offended by the mannerism and things that doesn't matter. She was anointed. And she started. She said, she all her life she spends a lot of time in God's word, presence, just loving God, just being. He said, I'm always speaking in tongues. Yes. All the time I'm speaking in tongues. You should see a very nice lady. You two children, beautiful. The husband went through a lot about three or four years ago. About two years of sickness. That was, I mean, you have to read the story to know what they've been through. And what they have achieved in Mozambique. The demonic powers this woman has conquered you is unbelievable. Oh, powerful stories. Powerful. If you can hear the story, you get excited. But you have to know behind the... For God to trust you, the vessel must be clean. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. She, she sent some of her missionaries to some place in a Muslim stronghold. They've been there for three years. They've not even won a single soul. And then she decides to go there. Just one day, the whole place was turned upside down. It means that God will endorse you with certain graces based upon the price that you pay. So, closely associated with people you want to receive some graces, what? from. I remember one day Robert prophesied and said, look, the way you have admired other ministries and so forth and you've honored, so will I do unto you. I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I received Amen. it. Amen. It's a good prophecy to receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you here? Yes, sir. So, for, and then spiritual ministrations. One day God can just call you and say, look, you, come. The preacher will just call you and just lay hands and then impart things. That can happen. Mm-hmm. God, God can do that. He's God. You know, that's after him. Then number six, sixteen is this. 
<laughs> you must honor the father. This is, a, this is a kind of different. You must honor those you considered fathers. To activate the anointings, you must honor them. Apart from serving them, you have to honor them. I can tell you that association of honor makes room for the anointings. You know, you know there's a scripture which says this. A man's gift shall make room for him. Have you heard that scripture before? That is why people bribe. I'm not saying you're going to. <laughs> do you know what bribery does? What does it do? Yes. <laughs> bribery gets you what? Favor. It's very sad, but I'm not talking about the evil one. You know there's evil bribery. You know that. It happens a lot in, with big, big men, bosses, you know, Fox News. You know, those big, big guns, they want to sleep with the women before they give them job. And the woman to a time they have no choice, so just that they don't like it, they give the man the favor. You guys are going very quiet as if you're, as if, as if you are very uh, you are angels. <laughs> are you an angel? <laughs> you are flesh and blood, my friend. <laughs> and they do those things to gain favor. Is that not so? Other yeah. than that, ladies, why do you dress nice and put nice thing on and all to go to that place? Mm. <laughs> Mike, they are not being real. <laughs> uh, these ones are very holy. <laughs> People do that. Even women do that. Don't you dress to catch if you are single. Then when you get married, you can dress anyway, anyhow. Don't you do that. You see? <laughs> they do that. <laughs> because you were dressing to kill. <laughs> so you have seen that here in the camp. So women are dressing to kill. It's a sight you cannot deny. <laughs> it's, called, it's a form of bribery. But there's a good bribery and there's an evil what? Depending upon what? The motive. One of the ways to be blessed is that the person you consider your father whatever, you have to honor them. By blessing them. So, but he's got more money than me. That is not the issue. I remember one man of God, Dag, you know, maybe you don't know him, one of the, one of the most anointed, yeah, heavyweights. Not just in Ghana, the whole world. Yes. He said he liked Kenneth Hagan. He had everything on Kenneth Hagan. Every tape, every, everything. He considered him as his father. He would listen to him. Anyway, one day, he was listening to him. He was a medical doctor, listening to him, bah, bah, listen, 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 and he fell asleep. You know, about 3 a.m. he woke up. It's good to pray and fall asleep. Hallelujah. Instead of listening to I Kelly and fall asleep. <laughs> and he fell asleep in the spirit. So, and he was playing one of these tapes that uh, was, uh, it's a reverse, auto-reverse. So he can play then it. So when he woke up, he heard the man still preaching. Then something happened. He said he was kneeling by his bed while he was listening to the night and he fell asleep. When he woke up from the sleep, all of a sudden something left the tape, eh? I could feel something left the tape, like you are hearing a tape, the thing, and just entered into boom, and told him from today, you can teach. He says, he knew something happened. When you go, the first Sunday he preached in church. One lady wrote, said, Pastor is different. Now. The same preaching, no? the same preaching. Wow. Say he's different. That's what I'm telling you. And today he's written plenty books, just like an Fagan. He said, I can see the definite signs that that was on him. It's upon me. When he wanted to do crusade, God told him, get this man of God's tape. Before he started doing different things, every state, God would tell him. 
What am I saying? And he said one day he went to see, he went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Kenefedian was. And he, you know, from Ghana. He changed a lot of Ghana cities into dollars. You know, dollars. Not a lot, but it's not, you know, compared to... So he went to the meeting, and Kenefegan was teaching and preaching. Then Kenefegan was to say, this year, my tithe alone, I think it was about three million. So when he heard that, if this man can give a tithe of what? Then the millions is gone. What is this small little offering I've got? <laughs> I'm not giving it to him. I've come from Africa. <laughs> so he went home. He went to his bed, and God said, I told you to give the money to him. It has nothing to do with whether he's got millions or not. So I'm, so he repented. So the following day, he couldn't give him sick and effect. I mean, you know, those people, it's very difficult to see them. But he saw his son in the corridor and he gave the envelope to his son and said, please, can I give it to your dad for me? So he gave it to his dad. He said, two days later, before the conference ended, I think his son saw him again. He said, come, 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 come. They don't do that to people, you know. They don't give you that. Ah. Comes my dad is here. Come and say hello to him. So he went to sit by Kenneth again. And then his son said, This is the man who from Africa who told me to bring you that gift. Kenneth Fagan said, Yeah, hello, God bless you. You know, that was all. He didn't even lay hands. The impartation. Just by shaking the man's hand. You see, according to your faith, things happen to you. So that's the only time I ever saw him and physically spoke to him. He said, I can tell you, he said, I come from a very, very, very rich home. And I know what money can do and what money cannot what? Do. And I can tell you any day, any time, I will take the anointing. Amen. Amen. What the anointing can do? Mm. Oh. <laughs> he said, I never thought I'd be who I am today. Mm -hmm. I had to be everything to the anointing. Mm -hmm. So, if you, I'm talking about the step to the unction. Mm -hmm. Who have you sold any seed into before? Because you want their grace upon them. Are you here? Especially, you know, they, you don't, that's why at times you don't see great manifestations. Mm. So I know pastors, and they will just associate with like TDJX, and all of a sudden their church begins to grow. Mm. So, oh, does it work? Of course it works. Association. Mm. When you give a gift, it opens a door mm. for you. Let me give you more stories in the Bible. Do you know that when you make God happy, God comes down? The Bible says, when praises what? Then the God's presence comes down. And that's what do you want? Solomon did that. Mm. When Solomon was made king and he built the temple, that day when the temple was finished, mm. the amount of sacrifice Solomon gave to God, unbelievable. You should read it. It was so fantastic. God could not stand it. That evening he comes to Solomon. He says, Solomon, what do you want? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he has, in a way, he has bribed God. If you like, when you're in trouble, praise God a lot. Uh, without even praying, just worship and you see what God will do for you. Mm -hmm. It attracts the present. What you like, you attract. Come on. What you appreciate, yes. you will attract. Amen. So God will just come say, then it's what do you want? Mm -hmm. When you give a fat offering, all that money they are keeping, instead of getting a million, you are struggling with 1,000 pounds to give. That's our problem. When you are giving, your hand is hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you want God to bless you? I'm talking about those who want to make money wealth. Yes. Yeah, so I gave the, the gift to him. He said, when I wanted that man of God on, in terms of healing miracles, he said, I also took another fat offering. This man always is giving fat offerings. And people are blessing him. They will just speak a word. Go, may you always have the upper hand over your enemies. He said, that alone. Ah. 
But you see, it's good to receive it. Yes. <laughs> but you must pay the price. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. So let's say if yours is 50 pounds, do it. I don't, you understand? You must find a way. Whose story was I saying? I've told you Solomon. Let me tell you another story. Remember Isaac. When Isaac was going to die, usually you time the thing. When Isaac was going to die, he told his favorite son, Esau, his favorite son, please, you know son what I like. Go and get me venison. I like bush meat. He did not say go and get me what? So madam, you see, you have to give the person what they like. He said, when I have eaten the meat and my soul is happy, when my soul is and I'm, yeah, then I will impart my dying blessings to you. We all know the story. Sarah. And Sarah's favorite child was who? Jacob. I'm telling you how you can get the blessing. He got the blessing by deception. He told his mother, no, 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 if my father this, because my brother is very hairy. Me, I'm as clean, I'm as clean as what a plucked chicken. There's no hair on me. My father will feel me, and you know it's not me. The mother said, don't worry, if there's any case, I will take it. Go and get the blessing. So the mother prepared sheep like venison, the way they the taste, the spices. He made it exactly like the father, the husband liked. And then took some of the sheep in and put it on his son. Man, we're talking about how to get the anointing, even by deception. He got the anointing, deception, he got the anointing. He valued the spiritual things. That's why that's it. I look, I've come from a rich home. I'm telling you, I value the anointing. God, the anointing can do any and everything. Come on. <laughs> the guy goes, the father ate. He said, I know that what the middle is when they eat, they belch. Good. Now come, son. Ah, this voice is the voice of Jacob. <laughs> Let me feel you. Second test. <laughs> mm. Okay, okay. And the father, God made sure the father was blind. <laughs> you see, everything went together by God, you know. <laughs> I like God. You think the blindness was devil. Not the devil. God made him blind. <laughs> because there was somebody who was greedy for the spiritual blessing. Come on. Esau was a profane man who did not like spiritual things. And we all know he poured all the blessing upon. The one that was for you, he gave it all to him. <laughs> you can be in church and sit there and sit there. Somebody will just come one week and take all your blessing. Oh yes. Easily, easily. And then when he immediately he finished and goes at his son, comes him. He finishes with daddy. I've done the thing you asked him. He said, Oh, <laughs> when my soul was happy with the food, I <laughs> released for the blessing. All of it is gone. The anointing is gone. It's gone. Your brother has come for it. You should see the scream. You have to pick. He said, Oh, God. I'm finished. Then he told the father, Do you have only one blessing? Read it. Very sad. Do you have only one blessing? Bless me too. His father said, well, I've made him a head over you. I'll release that. I'll bless you. His father blessed him, but the blessing was not as powerful as his. I'm talking about the blessing that you will get where you honor the person 
that God. At times, you don't even have to see them. I've never physically met theologians before. Okay? I've not met all of those, all those people. But there's a way I honor them in attitude and what? In spirit. So God has a way of allowing that power to jump upon you. Because the anointing belongs to God. We all know even what? Elisha took all the anointing to his grave. Because there was nobody worthy to receive the anointing. So when he died, because his servant Gehazi, he rather got leprosy. When his master told him, don't go and collect the gift. No, one of the things that night, we don't listen to our fathers. <coughs> hmm? We just do what we want. I was listening, I was talking to this gentleman, we are not mentioning him. I said, why is this guy not here? He said, oh, last year when I came to camp, I was so tired. I worked I myself to this, I'm not going to camp. Look at the reasoning. How do you know that this is the year that God was going to break through for you? You're not even going to ask your father, your pastor, is this right or not? But you take an independent decision. And the person wants to bless. It will not happen. No. You have to be very, very careful how some of these things work. Yes. Oh, mercy, Lord. At times you think you are smart. You are sharp, but the things, the things are not working. So when your pastor tells you this, at times you have to see it as an instruction from him. Unless he asks you to sin, then it's a different matter. Hello? Yeah. If your pastor asks you to sin, God is higher than him. Say, I'm sorry, I love you, Pastor, but this one, uh, please, I can't do it. I beg you. Let me be. You know? But when they ask you to do things, especially when it's inconveniencing, that is when you need to always. But above all, you must know what do I want from this man? I must know what I want. If I want something from you, you can ask anybody I want something from. If I have to call you 20 times, I'll call you 20 times. But some of you call once and then, oh, he's not answering. What a proud man. Okay. Who loses? Me is the one who needs you. You don't need me. <laughs> I'm the one who needs you. So no matter the whatever I will do, I will chase you and I get what I want. You have, you have to have that spirit about you concerning spiritual things. You have to be very greedy for spiritual things. Very greedy for the anointing. Yes. The anointing will be upon you, then things will begin to work for you. Amen. How they have been crying for, I know I'm anointed, but it's not the way I want it. The anointing must break forth from me. You know, like Tim was saying, I know when I walk, healings will be taking place, demons will be screaming. That's what I want, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Powerful. Powerful. You are changing destiny. Those are the things I want. But it will not come cheap. One of the things I think, make sure you are the right vessel. Any question? Make sure. So some of this I've told you, those are the process God will take you to to make sure you are the right vessel. Then God can trust you with any... By the way, you will never lose when you give. Amen. Never. You, how can you lose? Because it is more of a blessing to give. Than to receive. Whether it's your time, your energy, your effort, your smile, whatever you give, you don't lose. You get it more back in abundance. Amen. Yes, any questions? After 10 minutes, yeah? After, this, After the 12 minutes, I have questions. Minutes, yeah. Okay, let me... Questions, I will just pause here. Any questions? Is it all right to have um, two spiritual dads? Yeah, you can have plenty of spiritual Like I've told you, yeah, you can, you can. But some of them, you may never meet them yeah. physically. Yeah. But you can encounter them through their materials. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you are the one who have to decide who is your father. Like in a church, not everybody is about a son or a daughter to me. No. Because let me tell you something. If you say I'm your father, and I tell you, Gina, can you please get up and go and sit here? Mm -hmm. 
If you refuse, I'm not your father. Because if at home I tell my child, Kitura, get up and go, and she resists me, she's telling me that I'm not what? Her father. The way your children treat you is a sign whether they honor you as what? A father. I tell my children, just listen to your father and your mother and it shall be well for you. Don't you think I love you? Whatever I tell you, don't think it's for your own good. You may not like it. But the best way for to prosper in life, listen to your parents. Because no parent will want evil for their child. You may not like it, but I'm telling you the truth. So, if you tell me that I'm your father, but you don't listen to me, I'm not your father. Mm. And the way you know whether somebody is truly your father is the day they tell you something you don't like and they step on your toe. Mm. Because since when everything is nice, we are smiling. It's cool, isn't it? Till I do something to offend you. That is when you know whether somebody is your father or not. Yeah, so you can have all kinds of fathers. There are all kinds of fathers. But you need to have a physical father. Because when I'm in trouble, I can't call Kenneth Hagan. <laughs> when I'm in trouble, I can't call T.L. Osborne. So you need a face, usually your pastor or whatever, you need blood. Somebody who can physically you can interact with. Yes, that person is the old kind of ultimate kind of person. So, yeah. But you can have all kinds of associations. Yeah? Yes. Okay. As opposed to the, the, the person directly, is there a difference between mm. the person and the organization in that sense? When it comes to money specific? Specific. Yes. Yes, there is. There is. When you give to the organization, you have not given to who? The person as an individual. At times, some of the men, what they do is they don't take it from, they'll tell you to go and put it what? In the offering. But it's not, anyway, that's for the father. It's not every gift that you should take from people. You're able to design the motive. However, yes, giving to, for instance, if I decide to give to Joe, eh, it's different from giving into the church what? Because, for instance, let, that, let's say, if I put in the offering, and the church even is not honoring him, the church does not pay him enough. Mm. So if I put that money into the offering, it will not go to him. Mm. Two, when I give to him, his soul, is happy different from the way if I put it where? Mm. In the offering, but they'll be all totally different. Their, attitude, yeah. their response is different. Mm. It's very, very different. So at time, maybe you go on holiday, you want to buy him a shirt. You know, not a Primark shirt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Primark, no. <laughs> because you can't put that in there. So you can't even give it to him. He looks he likes shirts. Mm. Wow. And then he just says, thank you. God bless you. It's different from the one that he normally says, God bless you. You know that? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a big difference. And you don't give to the person because the person has money and hasn't got money. That is not the what? The issue at all. The issue is to make the person's soul what? Happy. You know, there's a soul, you know, you, a soul being happy is different from a spirit being happy. When the person feels good. How many of you know that when the person feels, ladies, are you here? Who are married? The ladies who are married. Okay. If your husband does not make you feel good and at night he wants to come and do something, what do you do? Do you feel nice? Sharon, you are behaving as if you are from a... <laughs> your <laughs> even your body, ladies, it's true, even your body itself does not want to work for the man to sleep with you. The way women... But if the man has treated you nice and you feel good 
then you are happy to welcome him. Is that not so? I'm looking at the woman. Shit, see him, man. I wonder what you would do when you get married. You know, be one of those cadavers, would you? You know what a cadaver is. <laughs> Go and find out. That's your research. Come and tell me after line what a cadaver is. Because the way you are behaving, it appears you may be a cadaver. You know what a cadaver is? Dead body. Yes. You lie there, do it, and let me let me have my peace. No, no, no. <laughs> So, the soul being happy is very, very important. Look, even wives, if the wife does not make the man happy, you know the husband doesn't want to eat her food. Now it's the man's turn. Yes, sir. Do you know that? Yes, you don't want to do that. Leave me, I don't want I've gone, you just go and get some, mm. some crepes somewhere and just eat. <laughs> the left wife has been, because her attitude is not honoring. I'm not joking. It's not just the woman, it's the man as well. It's true. Why do you think men go astray, ladies? Because you don't honor your husband, you don't treat him nice. So look, any funny woman can get him at work. If any woman starts treating him nice and on, ah, the man's heart is gone from you. Oh, easy. Those of you who are not married, I'm just giving you some tidbits. <laughs> so it's the same thing. So I think the gift you give to the person and make his soul happy. So depend on if you put the gift in the offering when he's happy, cool. But if you give it to him personally, he's more happier. I remember once, you know, I used to I mentor quite a few people. And um, I used to teach them on some of these things. Because the English mind doesn't understand some of these spiritual realities. So and then somebody joined the group. And they know me, I like gadgets, I like electronics. Very much so. Cameras and this and that and that. So they give me different gifts, whatever. So one day, one of them, who was an outsider, he's not even in our church, just comes to me. I think it was my birthday. He comes in special. I was in the office. I said, Pastor John, thank you so much for being a father to me. He was, I thank you for coming to my life. Then he gave me a box. I opened this about two years ago. I opened it. It was an Apple watch. Not the cheap one, you know, not the one with the... Uh, this is the pro- <laughs> the one with the brass strap, you know, very expensive. It's for you. We think my soul was not happy. <laughs> ah, I said, this boy, you have done something all the people who have met for years have never done before. You are blessed. <laughs> I said, you are blessed. Amen. He's going to get married and say, Pastor, I'm marrying a lady from Nigeria. I want you to come with me to Nigeria. I said, yes, I will come. If he hasn't done that thing, oh, look, my friend, oh, I've got some appointment. <laughs> you don't give me one, then I'll follow you to Nigeria. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going. <laughs> I'm just giving my, I'm telling you. <laughs> they say, it happens even with your, those of you with children, parents can understand it. The child who honors you most, doesn't your heart always go to that child? Yeah. <laughs> even those of you have got, who have got siblings, even those of you with siblings, eh? Those of you with siblings, just check yourself. Which one did your father or your mother like most? The one that made the parent, that parent very so what? Happy. And I see one of my, I'm always happy. I tell my children, look, if you don't work right, when I'm dying, I have anything. You, you get 10%. (laughs) I'm not sharing it equal. I've told them. It will never be equal. ah, How will it be equal? How is it going to be equal? I can't make it. I'm not like that. 
It is based upon how they have honored me. Yeah. I even God does that. Mm. Or oh, don't you know? God loves everybody, but and not everybody is a favorite of God. I'm just, I'll just tell you that. Mm. Oh, yes, you better believe it. <laughs> I have found David my servant, whom I have loved. He's so special because David was a lover of God. Mm-hmm. He didn't love Saul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you better learn the. I tell them, hey, you just attitude. Why should I leave majority? You are not going to share the thing equal. I remember, you know, dad's dad. He said, anytime his dad is traveling, eh, that man of God I spoke to you about, his father changes the will depending upon how the children are related to him. <laughs> his father said, I don't know whether I'm coming back or not. I might die or might travel. So based upon the state of your relationship, you will write a new will. He was always changing this. <laughs> based upon how you related to him. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. It is real. But some people say, oh, we are sharing equal. No. God does not share equal, my friend. God does not share equal. He shares those whose heart are Except the eyes of the Lord is moving to to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal towards him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not everybody in church has got a loyal heart towards God. When they say, let's dance, you don't even want to raise your hands. You are more concerned about how somebody thinks than what God thinks. You can't jump, you can't dance, you are more self-conscious of others. No! God likes people who are abandoned to him. Oh, I like this one. Ah, oh, look at how David is dancing for me. Ah, oh, oh. What shall we do for him? Let me give another story. I think it was Elijah or Elisha, he just came to me. You remember Elijah used to pass through a certain, I think it was Elisha, Elisha. Yeah. And there was a rich woman, mm-hmm. the, the Shumanite woman. She oh, said, yeah. so, oh, Elisha, I see you passing through London every day. Then she had a big house, so she built one house. Mm. One of the rooms was just for the man of God. Mm. He said, I've set a table and a lamp for you to come and study. Oh, I can't Any time you are passing through, just come and relax. Uh, so one day, Elisha was there. Not immediately, no, he was there. And he said, oh, Gehazi, come, come, come. This woman, she's, she's been taking care of me all the time. What shall we do for her? Has she got any? The very rich woman, you know. And then Gehazi said, there's nothing she really needs. In fact, she calls her and said, should, we, should I contact the king for you? No. Should I No. What does this woman need? He said, she hasn't got a child. Okay. Woman, come. Next year, by this time, you shall have a baby. The man so was, he wanted to bless her. Even the woman said, no, no, please. please. So, yeah, sir, you are blessed. Even when she didn't want it. Yes. We are talking about, this is one of the most powerful ways to get blessings. Even children who are smart. Who know how to relate to their parents and get their... But all you need from your father, if he may not have anything, is God bless you. You have no idea the power of words of blessing. Yes. In the same way, when people curse people, it works. When people bless people as well, it works. Especially people in authority over you. You know, your natural parents, your pastor, or whatever. You know, so... So you have to find out, you know, how you, you think the person can be blessed. And then I, say, I used to say this, if I am dying, I used to tell my, the people I used to mentor, I said, if I'm dying, all of you, I can't lay hands on any one of you. Oh, I tell them, because none of you has made my soul happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And I've mentored loads of people over the years. 
because you don't understand. I will help you. I'll do my job. But if I'm there, I'll go. Only one person now has qualified. Only one. <laughs> Only one. After years. Over 25 years. Yes. That I will feel comfortable. That God, whatever you have, put it up on this place. Take it. Oh, yes. Hello. The thing does not just flow, you know. <laughs> the pipe must be unblocked. <laughs> and then when the person's soul is happy. That is why I can even bless somebody who is not my child, more than my own child. Mm. Yes. If somebody makes me happy, my child doesn't make me happy. You think it's going to go? It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. God might not even endorse it. So, so those are the steps that you can get the anointing upon me. I've got the anointing to a certain extent. I want more. Anytime I see certain people, I say more. I say, Prophet, I know lay hands in part to me. He said, I'm here. He said, we are friends. I said, I don't care. I want that thing. Just let me kneel down and put something on me. <laughs> yes. So I have to make sure that his soul is what? Happy. Happy. Is that so? Yes. Who are you making their soul happy? You want the anointing? It doesn't come cheap. Please, just, just settle that. How many of you have got degrees here? Did you get your degree by uh, staying at home and just, uh, I want a degree? No, no, no. You pay the price for it. Everything worth its salt. You have to what? Pay a price. Hell, if it's an alarm, we need to rush or let us know. Because we can't go through that window. <laughs> Everything. Look, for me, I've settled it. Anything worth its salt, you need to pay a price for it. Even if you think it's easy, somebody paid a price for you. Like some of us, our children are enjoying because of what? The parents did. You know that. Some of us, our parents suffered a lot. And we are enjoying now. You too, you are suffering a lot. Your children will enjoy even what? More. It's, it's, it's always, somebody always has paid their price. You don't think it's free. It is not free. There's nothing free. No free lunch on this earth. You pay the price for it. Is that okay? Any question, question before we can close and go? Yes. Yes. And you have instances where Abraham lied. Uh huh. Isaac lied. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, okay, okay. Good. It's a good question. They were not liars. They lied. They were not liars. God called Abraham what? My friend. For God to call somebody their friend is a You know, I can have a child and they are not my friend. How many of you know that? Not everybody is necessarily a friend of God. Okay. Yes, they lied. Even when most, uh, Abraham, like God, defended him. That is a friend. If you find somebody who is very close to God, very, very close to God, you have to be even more what? Careful. Extremely careful. Especially when the person is very, very close. A classic example again is Moses. Moses was not supposed to marry a non-Jew. Moses goes and takes a second wife who is a black. And his sister and his brother, who was senior to him, went and confronted him and rebuked him. You know Moses was so humble, he didn't say anything. God goes to Miriam and to Aaron. Hey, why did you speak to my friend like that? Is it any of your 
business. You are, <laughs> oh, you fair time? Is she okay? <laughs> Good, okay. That should tell you something about God. He reveals something about God as well. Okay. That's why you have to be very careful when some people sing. You don't, you just say, God, have mercy upon me as well. Yeah. Especially when the person is uh, very close to God. And he went and rebuilt, what? Miriam became what? Leprous. And Moses had to intercede. That's why what Moses did was wrong. So you can have me, David. He went and he, he slept with Bathsheba, he's in somebody's wife. Huh? Murdered the husband. But the Bible calls him a man after man. You have to take the holistic part of the person. Because we are flesh and blood, you can fall. But they were not living in sin. It's different. Look, all of us make mistakes. Who doesn't? But it's different when you are living in what? In sin. And then you justify the sin. Look, these people did not live like that. Joseph and they didn't live like that. It's different. Some Christians justify what? Sin. And then they live in it. They live it's, it's a very dangerous place. Even David, after that, God punished him. Another secret I'll tell you, the more closer you are to God, the more careful you have to be to disobey God. If, let's say, from here to here, God is here, and you do something wrong, and he is here, he does something wrong, the same thing, God will punish him more than you. Because the more closer you are to God, the more careful you have to be. Moses disobeyed God once. Right? But you see, like uh, marrying the other woman, it wasn't an issue. But when God gave him a direct instructions, mm. don't strike the rock the second time, just mm. speak to it. And he disobeyed God. It was a serious point. God said, ah, you don't want to honor me before your anger, you know, you will not go to the promised land. Case closed. Moses prayed and prayed about it. So God said, look, I said, you are not what? Going. Anoint mm. Joshua, he will take them. That's how serious. David as well. When God told him, why have you, I've given you plenty of women. I've given you everything. Why did you go and take somebody's wife and, and, and then kill the husband? For what you have done, the blood will never leave your family. You have bloodiness. You know what I've been with Absalom and his children all over. Up to the time of Christ. So Christ also was murdered. Yeah. So they didn't necessarily get away with it. You know, so you have to bear that in mind. However, let me tell you, if somebody is a lover of God, you have to be very careful. How you, if somebody is a lover of God, God becomes their friend. So if I'm Michael's friend, and if Michael does something wrong, if you want to, I will defend him. You understand? If somebody is your friend, let's say it's my friend, and he's done something, you come into a kiss, and I say, oh, take it easy. I'll protect him, and I can talk to him privately. You know, and say sorry. You have to be very careful, therefore, especially people who are the friends of, because immediately you attack that person, you have actually touched who? God. But if the best is not the friend of God, the devil's friend, you know, <laughs> you can get away with it. <laughs> the devil's friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it? we have got seven more minutes than we have. So I presume that uh, the things that I have taught you heard it. The most important thing in life is it's not what you hear, it's what you do with what you hear. It's my prayer for you that you be a what? A doer of the word. Because Jesus himself can stand here and preach. Because oh, Jesus preached very well. It doesn't matter how the preaching was good or bad. What is important is what you do with what you have had. I pray that you will have a transition in your whole Christian life. You will live here with a desire to be anointed in whatever form or shape that you need to be anointed. And that you will follow some of these guidelines as the Spirit of God leads you. All that I've said, the Holy Spirit will tell you which one. He will tell you, I know I'm not the Holy Ghost. He will talk to you. And then you follow 
Okay, and then you have to just follow his instruction. When you follow it, one step at a time, you find out that what? Things are happening in your... You won't struggle anymore. You find that things just work for you in a very interesting and awesome way. Or you will struggle by yourself all the time and struggle and struggle and struggle and struggle unnecessarily. Shall we stand? I want you to talk to God in the next few minutes. Whatever you feel God has told you, ask him to help you to be a doer of it. Ask him to help you. Ask him to help you. Tell him, Father God.